0: Welcome back for Season 3 of the Orioles in the Know podcast. These twice-monthly conversations feature Avon School Superintendent Dr. Scott Windham and special guests, students, teachers, administrators, and others. The goal is to keep you up to date with all that is taking place in Avon Schools, home of the Orioles. Thank you for tuning in to Orioles in the Know. Hello and welcome to episode number 42 of Orioles in the Know, a podcast of the Avon Community School Corporation. I'm Scott Windham, the proud superintendent of Avon Schools, and we hope that these podcasts provide another way that you can stay informed on all the great things going on in our schools. I've lived in this community for 15 years, and one of the things that's always impressed me is how our Avon community comes together to support one another. And a great example of that is the Mary Lee Mayor Community Pantry that serves Avon students and staff many don't realize that our student population is about 40% free, reduced lunch, and that's growing each year. So we wanted to talk a little bit more about that and specifically how the pantry is serving our community. So joining me today is Christy Kerr, the pantry coordinator for Mary Lee Mayer. Thanks for being here, Christy.
1: Thanks for having me, Scott. It's nice to be with you.
0: So you've been involved in Mary Lee Mayer for a while. Um, Tell us a little bit about how the pantry came about.
1: I've been involved since 2016. And before that, uh, a few teachers had found that they were having kids come after school and they were tutoring them, and the kids were hungry. And so a few teachers got together, put food in their desk drawers, and said, if you need something after school, you could you know, get in my drawers and get whatever you need. Um, at the time, Dr. Horneman, the former superintendent, had found there were several teachers at different schools doing that, and so she connected those teachers, and they worked together, and they decided that there was a big need within the community for food insecurity, and so they um, came together and put together the Mary Lee Mayor Community Pantry.
0: Yeah, when uh, you know, now you're in a great space. Uh, behind at the the back part of Intermediate East. Yes. And I've heard it said before we went from a teacher's desk drawer to a a really beautiful room. It's incredible the growth.
1: It is. It started, like you said, in a a teacher's desk drawer and then we were in a classroom at Maple. Yep. And food was literally on bookshelves and tables and whatever we had we would put food on. And then um, when the referendum passed, they needed that classroom at Maple. So we found a space for a year at Intermediate School or at Middle School South and and they gave us a classroom same thing by this point we had some shelving so we were a little more <laughs> official and then when they did the renovations at East they were um, kind enough the schools to put together a space for us in the old locker room that they renovated it to be the pantry and it's a beautiful space now with um, that's it's been great for our families
0: that's great I know the answer to this question but for folks that don't who was Mary Lee Mayer?
1: Mary Lee Mayer is uh, actually the mother-in-law of Mike Cunningham Mike is the uh, owner of Cunningham restaurant group and they they are the major benefactor of the pantry when the pantry first got it started? Holly Clark was one of the teachers who was first involved in getting the pantry started, and she had worked for Mike when she was in high school. And uh, She went to him and said, Hey, Mike, there's this need in our community, and he's like, I'll support you and back you however you can. So, they've helped us with so many different things being in the restaurant industry, they've been able to get us shelving, refrigeration, freezers um, so much. When we did our renovation, they helped with flooring and different things. So, uh, when they decided to name the pantry. They gave Mike the opportunity to name the pantry and he wanted to name it after his mother-in-law who was a someone who was just very passionate about children and worked with children for a lot of years. So Mary Lee Mayer is actually his mother-in-law.
0: Very good and I think there's a nice sweet picture of her on the Mary Lee Mayer webpage.
1: There is and there's right in front of our pantry too. We've got a nice plaque with her picture and her story so it's great.
0: It's just neat to see how uh, like how the community comes together, how Cunningham came through to help, and then you know how to continue the the legacy of of, of what sounds like a, a neat lady and all that she did.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So you know we're heading into the holiday season, um, and you know a, a lot of us kind of take for granted we're going to have special meals and holiday parties and sweets and all those kinds of things that you know if if we have a full pantry and a full refrigerator, it is easy to take that for granted at times. But that's not the case for a lot of folks. In our community. So what are you kind of seeing um, at the pantry that maybe some of us just don't even realize is a need in our community?
1: Yeah, I think people think of Avon and think it's a pretty affluent community and they don't think that there's a need in the community, but there's actually a lot of food insecurity in, in Avon and Hendricks County. Um, we're a part of the Hendricks County Food Pantry Coalition. There's 18 different food pantries within Hendricks County that work together. And um, we're all seeing that, that the food insecurity is, is growing. Um, as you know, if you go to the grocery store, everything costs more mm-hmm. right now. Your, your grocery bills have gone up, gas bills have gone up, utility bills have gone up. So we're seeing more and more families who are struggling to meet all of their needs, to pay their rent, pay their bills, pay their mortgages, pay their what they need to for their children and then also have food on the table. And then with the cost of groceries, we're definitely seeing a huge increase in our numbers and just people who are just needing a little bit of extra help.
0: And about how many families does the pantry serve every week?
1: Right now, we are over about 78 families a week. When I started in 2016, we were probably seeing about 28 families a wow. week. Um, at the start of, in 2021, our average for the whole year, it was 47 families a week. January of 2022, so less than a year ago, we were 52 families a week. And in September and October of this year, we were 78 families wow. a week. Um, I think the week before fall break, we had our record number we had 86 families visit the pantry during that week.
0: And if, if someone is lis- listening to this either needs this support for their family or wants to be able to share with other families that maybe need this support. How do they get connected with the pantry what do they need to do to be able to come and participate
1: so we just ask everybody to register one time um, per school year the registration is on our website which is avon-schools.org slash pantry Um, there's a spot there where they can click on it they go through a registration form it's a pretty easy easy Google Doc they just give us their name um, what schools their family members attend uh, ages and um, then they're on our list if they have trouble with that they can just come to the pantry um, we're open every thursday from five to six p.m at avon intermediate school east at door 13 so it's around the back kind of i always tell them but everybody across the street from the playground mm-hmm. so if you can't get registered you can come there we have a computer um, and we can help you register that day so you just register once then you're on our list then every week you can come uh, we just check you off we're unique in that we allow our families to come every week that we're open a lot of pantries in the county come once a month or you can come twice a twice a month month Um, a lot of them are only open once a month or twice a month we're open every week that school's in session so we're closed during fall break spring break christmas break we're closed thanksgiving day and one week in july Um, but other than that we're here every week and our families can come any week that they need food assistance
0: I know it's been important to the pantry that the families that come be able to shop and, and go through and, and pick the foods that they are most interested in. And I know you kind of had to adjust a little bit during COVID, mm-hmm. um, but you've recently been able to shift back to more of the traditional model that you like to do, right? How's that working?
1: Correct. It's been great. So yes, during COVID, obviously everything was crazy. Schools shut down. Um, We actually partnered with Light and Life Pantry in Avon for uh, several months while we were trying to figure out what what was COVID and what were the schools going to do when we found out the schools were coming back in that uh, 2020 fall? We came back to our pantry, but we did a drive through. So we packed boxes every week and we would put food in it and we would just put it in their car and they would drive mm-hmm. through. But it did, they didn't have choice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they got whatever we gave them for the week. And it was really important to us as a board um, from our beginning that we gave our families choice. And that was something we wanted to bring back. So mid-September, we moved back to where they come inside now. Our pantry set up like a grocery store. So you have one shelf of green beans, one shelf of corn, one shelf of spaghetti sauce. And they actually come through and they get to choose what things they would like, which has been a huge, I think, improvement. I think our families are excited to mm-hmm. be back. Um, they can pick what they want. We have, you know, a lot of them bring their children with them and they'll get to pick the snacks that they want. That have so that they can take that to school with them. So it's been a great um, interaction, too, for us to be able to see our families more than two seconds at the car window. And I say, hi, how are you? Nice to see you. We get to visit with them a little bit more when they're in the pantry. So that's been a great switch back. And we're glad to have them back inside.
0: I I know it's, you know, when the pantry started, a lot of it was teachers donating food or families donating food. And and now you've really been able to establish some pretty I mean, that's still a big part of it, Mm -hmm. but you've also been able to establish some pretty incredible relationships with local grocery stores and Costco and and Amazon and some of these groups that we weren't partnering with before. So talk a little bit about where are you getting most of your food and what are some of those partnerships that have really allowed you to to grow the pantry even more?
1: Yes. So we definitely still rely on uh, donations, both personal and business donations, either of product or monetary donations. But in 2020, we actually became affiliated with Gleaner. And so now we are a Gleaners-affiliated pantry. So that gives us the opportunity to purchase food from Gleaners, which we can do in bulk and um, sometimes at much more reduced prices than we could have. It used to be several of us would go to the grocery store and literally push two or three carts around and fill it with food. um, 80 families a week. We can't do that anymore. So we are able to buy things by the cases and and pallets full of food. So we order from Gleaners um, and they also have a a program called the direct agency pickup, which is what you're referring to. So we're able to go to several grocery stores in Avon. We use, we get from Avon Meyer, Fresh Time, Walmart, and Costco. And they give us donations every week of fresh food that's probably about to go outdated. And so we get a lot of bakery and produce. And so each week we take that stuff. And after they shop in side with us, we said all of that stuff outside on tables and we let them go through and they're able to shop from uh, that, which allows them to get some healthier options of so fresh fruit, fresh mm-hmm. vegetables, and then a lot of bakery items too. And there's weeks we'll get, um, it's not uncommon for us to get 2000 pounds, three or four pallets worth of food from um, those different stores. Most of it coming from Costco, yeah. um, but from all the stores, um, sometimes they give us meat, dairy products. So it's just, it's been a great relationship that we've gotten through gleaners that we've been able to get from the stores and then another opportunity that's come from gleaners as well as picking up from amazon so there's an amazon return center and they have some items that they can't resell and so they box those up and we pick up from them once a month and last week we picked up 240 boxes of products from amazon that have been returned and you never know what you're going to find in it a lot of it is hygiene products and cleaning products which is great we provide our families a hygiene bag once a month so once a month we give them a bag with shampoo deodorant conditioner um we packed those this last Saturday, and we didn't purchase one thing for those bo- wow. those bags. That all came from um, donations, and most of it from Amazon. There's other things that come that are household items. Um, you never know what you're gonna find. Clothing. So, we did a big giveaway in July. We had called it our Christmas in July sale, where we put all that stuff out, and we let our families shop from that. And then we're hopeful we can do that again before the holidays. Mm-hmm. That we'll be able to use um, some of that stuff and have giveaway for our families to get some great things for Christmas gifts.
0: It was I was happened to be there one day when you were unloading Amazon boxes and it was incredible the things that Amazon just says yeah we're not going to resell this so just donate it and like you said everything under the sun that was in these boxes to try to for you all to try to figure out how to sort, organize it and then get it in the hands of families is impressive.
1: It takes a lot of volunteers and a lot of hours um, the first few months we did this we would get two pallets worth of stuff there's 24 boxes on a pallet so it'd be like 48 boxes last week with the help of the school because they offered to help take a truck we able to get 10 pallets of stuff, which was 240 boxes. So we spent most of last week sorting those (laughs) and I can say everything is sorted now and we're ready to go. So it was was quite crazy the amount that we got this time.
0: You have such a great system of how you keep it all organized. It's impressive to see. So you mentioned volunteers. So um, you've got a ton of volunteers, the board that's all volunteer, but then also the people that are coming in week in, week out to help support this. So how do you, how do you kind of organize volunteers if somebody is interested? in volunteering how do they get connected with you
1: yes yeah, so we have a volunteer board there's i think 12 of us right now with maybe a couple new people joining we're all volunteers a lot of um People from the school corporation, but we've also have some outside people who have come in recently. So it's great to have a different perspective. And then we have a volunteer list, so we keep a list of people who would like to volunteer with things. Um, you can volunteer and give us your email or your te- uh, cell phone, and we'll use we'll send out emails or texts when we have volunteer information. There's a way you can sign up for that on the same website, Avon-Schools.org/Pantry. There's a place to sign up for volunteers, and again, you just sign up once and you tell us, hey, I'd like to get emails, or hey, I'd like to get text reminders and then when we have a volunteer opportunity we'll push that out via those um, emails or texts we usually use a sign up genius to have people sign up just so we know if you want to sign up here's where you can go and you just sign up your name and which slot you'd like to come to Um, occasionally we'll have something that comes up last minute so we'll just send something out and say hey respond to this email if you can help so um, we do that as well and then we also try to post it on our Facebook and Twitter if we need volunteers
0: About how many volunteers do you have that support the pantry in a given month or given year?
1: We probably have over 150 people who have actually signed up to volunteer. Um, Every week, we probably rely on 20 to 30 volunteers weekly, um, working at the pantry, picking up those donations, um, sorting things, those kinds of things. So it takes a lot of people every week. As we've gotten bigger, it's not just the four or five people that used to come in and open the door at five o'clock and close the door at 6 o'clock. Usually there's groups of us that start about 2.30 on Thursdays to open up at 5 o'clock and um, we're there several days throughout the week to do that.
0: That's great. Um, Last question for you. So I know the the board, and that you are, are you know, excited and committed to continuing to grow the pantry and adapt to serve our growing community. So, when you think about, um, you know, the conversations that you all are having, what kind of goals do you see for the pantry? How do you want to continue to grow and be a resource to our families?
1: I think we want to just make sure that we're reaching all of the people in Avon who need us. We know that we're not reaching everyone yet. Um, but the organic growth we've had has allowed us to keep up with it. Um, going from being able to serve 30 families to 80 families—that's a lot—and that you know, it's taken time for us to be able to figure out how to how to do that. So that's been good. But we want to continue to reach out to make sure we're reaching families, um, figuring out if there's other ways that we can reach families. Um, we've talked about you know, dream goals are to do maybe a, a mobile pantry where we mm-hmm. could go out into some of the neighborhoods for people who can't come to us is there a way we could be open on a weekend some some weekends just once a month or something just to reach the families that can't get to us Um, we do have if if families can't get to us on thursday from five to six o'clock we just ask them to reach out to us we've got some people who deliver food to some families that that just can't get there on those nights so we want to continue to work on that to make sure that we can get the families the food even if they can't be there from um, thursdays from five to six so those are the things i think that we're trying to figure out how we can better serve the families and just try to help them And then the other thing that we try to do is we try to find ways to help them beyond food. Food insecurity is just one of the results, but it's a bigger problem. So there's probably more things that they need help with. So we work with Family Promise in Plainfield. If we have people who need rent assistance, um, energy assistance, uh, we try to hook them up there to try to get them and get to the root of the problem. Because we know we're just reaching one little bit of it if we're Mm -hmm. just providing them food. There's probably more that they need help with. So if we can figure out a way to help partner better with our our community and to try to help them get the help they need that helps us helps them a lot and helps us as well. Sure.
0: Well, I'm just I'm just so thankful for all that you and the board and your your team uh, do for our kids and our families. It is incredible. And uh, like you've talked about the the food insecurity challenges are significant in our community, and, and the fact that, that you all focus so heavily on trying to at least help address that part, what you can do to support families in that area, it's such a huge benefit, and our teachers feel it when, you know, they know that kids can come to school and at least have that taken care of, and then they can focus on learning and not necessarily coming to school worried about getting food or, or teachers having to worry about getting kids food. So. Um, it's it, what, what you're doing is such important work in our community. And uh, if you don't hear it enough, I want to make sure you know how much we appreciate it.
1: Well, thank you. It, it's our goal to not have a single child in Avon be hungry. We just don't think in our community that there's a reason any child should be hungry. We want to be able to help get that remedy to make them be able to learn and to enjoy school and focus on what you know comes next for them.
0: Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for being here and thanks for all you do.
1: All right. Thank you.
0: You've been listening to Orioles in the Know with Avon Community School Corporation Superintendent, Dr. Scott Wyndham. Subscribe to Orioles in the Know on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. While you're there, please help us by leaving a positive rating or review. Follow Dr. Wyndham on Twitter at A-V-O-N-S-U-P-T. Visit our website at avon-schools.org or call us at 317-544-6000. This has been an Avon Schools production. Go Orioles!